Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're doing well on a Saturday, and thank you for joining Real Estate to Ryan. In case you forgot who we are, my name is Ryan Coleman. I'm your host, along always with my lovely co-host, April Coleman. Good afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you had a good vacation on the July 4th. And uh, some much-needed beach time, little pool time, some R&R. Well, the real estate market is what it is. It's summer. July is one of the biggest vacation months, as you can see, with the holidays and things like that. So expect a lot of vacations going on. Um, so what's our show? What we are talking about today, April? Um, today we're just kind of talking about a little bit of everything, but our main one is the uh, trade war. That's what we're going to Yes, our, our lead topic, I think what we'll start out, just came out last week. We talked about U.S.-China trade war elevates the risk of global economy. Mm-hmm. And really, what, what are you going to, you know, there's a lot of news and a lot of articles on that topic, and we just kind of want to touch on it brightly, you know, lightly, is what's going on, how would that affect the residential market, commercial markets, and more specifically, will, that, will we see that impact here locally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the real answer is nobody really knows to a certain extent. Right, exactly how it's going to affect it, but probably in some way, somehow. So, so you know, one, some of the thing, some of the articles that we were able to look at, we looked at some of the uh, Chinese investing in the U.S. economy. A lot of that's in the commercial market. And we looked in the in 2016, we had over $17 billion invested into the fund. Mm-hmm. Um, 2017, that almost cut in half to $7 billion. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of that in the uh, commercial market. And what we're expecting with that um, article that we had come out here, so the trade war erupted Friday between the U.S. and China carries a major risk of escalation that could weaken the investment, depress spending, unsettle financial markets, and slow the global economy. The opening shots were fired after midnight when Trump administration imposed a 25% tariff on $34 billion of imports from China and Beijing, promptly related the duties on the equal amount of American products. It's accused of the U.S. lightening the biggest trade war in economic history. Yeah, I think that's his- this is probably going to go down in the history books when. Well, I think you got you've got a lot of imbalanced trading that's happened for years, and I think the the new administration is trying to get in there and do their part. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, anytime we talked about volatility in the market, I think we'll tie that into the overall show and what we're seeing with the mortgage rates and things like that. You mentioned in a show that we chat, chatted about earlier what affects the market what affects interest rates, right? Mm-hmm. And what, what affects the overall market? Well, we know we're in a supply and demand issue now. You know, so some of the inventory is lower than what we've seen in a long time. Right. And we know that if in certain hot pockets of the market, things are moving. Um, we know West Knoxville, that we, we have a great opportunity where you're getting multiple offers, things like that. But other pockets of the area are doing well, but not as Promptly, you know, you know, right. there's some adjustments need to be made. We're seeing overall the market some changing across the board. We're, but what we see that is, I think the big thing we need to gauge is our consumer confidence, right? 
um, it's not an issue until consumers start thinking it's an issue. Mm-hmm. You and I were talking prior to the radio getting on here. We talked about one of the articles. I think they talked about that homeowners have a larger amount of equity in their home and are sitting on a pile of cash, but are afraid to get into the marketplace. Right. Afraid to spend it. Right. And I think anytime we go back to my great uncle, great aunt, um, they came through the series of de- depression mm-hmm. in that market. And a series similar to the 08 recession kind of slash depression, right? Um, that market will change you. That will leave kind of economic wounds and things like that. So what you're seeing, my great uncle, great aunt, they did everything cash. They didn't have any debt. They had that mentality because they went through those tough seasons in life. Mm-hmm. And they were able to see things that we weren't able to see yet. And um, that changed the way that they operated throughout their whole life, even being, you know, in their 80s. What you're seeing is some of that recession where the job layoffs, the second home, the investment properties, building, uh, doing, maybe starting a new business. The 08 to to 012, maybe that mini recession during that time frame has left some people weary on the economy, Mm. weary to maybe go out too much further. Um, they, you know, when you're in certain areas like Florida, Las Vegas, California, when you watch your property values drop by 50%, um, you know, these are things that you need to look at and understand that, um, just because the values like the stocks go up, they could go down. Yeah. And the biggest thing with the consumer confidence and why I want to get into that is, um, if consumers have a fear that there may be something that is going to change that, you know, we know recessions happen or changes in the marketplace are every five years, right? Mm-hmm. And so every five or six years, you expect some kind of correction. We're going on eight years, and there hasn't been any correction, and we're seeing things soar um, at a pretty good level, right? Right. But I think with any th- good thing, there's an opportunity for correction. And I think some people, buyers, people that are maybe they don't have to move, they're not being relocated, they're on the sidelines watching to see what goes on. Mm-hmm. So some of those homes that we talk about, some of the inventory in the marketplace, what's out there in the marketplace now, um, maybe some of that inventory that people are afraid to put their homes on the market, afraid to speculate and to make that move because of the correction. Buyers may be sitting on the sidelines with that pocket full of cash. What, what do you hear everybody doing? Waiting. <laughs> waiting, waiting until the market changes, mm-hmm. and then they come in and, and have an opportunity to, to do that. With things like the trade war and things like that, um, what were the numbers, April? You mentioned that. What was the biggest effect um, that you think we will see overall? Well, I think some of that was talking about, I don't know about the numbers specifically, um, but I think it was talking about how we get some of our metals and aluminum. A lot of that stuff comes from China. And that if now they are going to stop some of that trading with us or if it's going to be increased, then I think even one of the things was like even Chick-fil-A, like apparently they get, you know, their stuff from China. They're, I don't know what you pull the French fries in or whatever. And um, so maybe that's going to be increased, which they're going to have to increase some of their price so that they're not going broke so that, you know, then ultimately it affects the customer in the end. So small things like that. Um, and then it also talked about apparently, um, is it Bobcat? 
that they have a certain um, thing that China makes for their equipment mm-hmm. that the Americans do not make, and sure. that might have to increase their cost, which overall increased. It's going to be passed to the consumer, sure. Some of the Chinese-made products uh, include, like you said, Bobcat, you know, construction equipment, not Bobcat Mm -hmm. per se, but certain parts for the machinery. Um, And American suppliers of soybean, pork, whiskey uh, could lose their competitive edge in the China's market. Right. It's talking about farmers and soybeans, and that's a big one as well. And here here is a point where I was thinking, you know, we can get too much into it. I think it's too early to see. I think both sides are flexing their muscles. It is something to watch, nothing to panic on. It says these initial tariffs are unlikely to inflict serious harm. That's the key thing. Is is It's not in deflecting any serious harm. But Gregory Daco, head of U.S. economics of Oxford economics has calculated that the growth is by both countries no more than 0.2 percent mm-hmm. through 2020 yeah and it still makes people kind of stop and say whoa i don't know what's really going on what should i do you know maybe i shouldn't hire enough employees or maybe i sure. should decrease this or that so you know the escalating tariffs as the article says are likely to slow are likely to slow business investments as companies wait to see whether their administration can reach a true um, agreement with Beijing, some employers will put hiring on hold mm-hmm. and the picture becomes clearer. The damage could risk undoing some of the economic benefits of last year's tax cut. Right. So, I mean, I think any time that you have uncertainty in the market, although it's in the beginning stages, I think it's best for obviously both sides. It hopefully, you know, China is a big powerhouse between us and China. We're, mm-hmm. we're the biggest guys in the country, you know, the U.S. or the world, excuse me. And, um, there's a little bit of flexing back and forth, but hopefully with any deal, any transaction that goes on and such a big one where it's a win-win for both parties, it's a true win. We both need each other involved right. in trade. Um, I think we have confidence that, that things will get worked out, you know, um, to what level it goes, how long it goes. These are things to think about. Yep. But I think right now on the, on the local, on the local watch, I think we'll be okay, uh, but keep an eye on it. Something that that you know, I think more specifically residential market. And we're coming up to a break here soon, uh, but we're going to talk about some of the markets overall mortgage interest rates that have been changed, some of the adjustments in the market, and uh, just some things here in your local markets and some local numbers. You guys are listening to Real Estate with Ryan, and we're going to catch you on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Maxwell market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Hey, guys. Thank you for staying with us. Ryan Coleman here. We were talking about uh, U.S. trade war, China, uh, first part of the show, and uh, just impacts on the local market, global economy, and just kind of retouching that topic. 
One quick thing, if you guys are out and about in the cars, remember, I don't know if you've heard us on the stations or social media about our big event. We invite you guys to come out to us at 3715 Deer Valley Way. That probably is going on between 4 and 9 o'clock. So if you're hearing this, come on out. You don't need to RSVP. This property is over a million dollars, and the and our client said sell it. We want to sell it on Saturday. He's looking at all offers. And it's an opportunity not only to come out meet and meet me in April. We've got dinner. Uh, we've got some hors d'oeuvres. We've got a band, mm-hmm. got a nice jazz band out there. And we've got some really great people, great networking opportunities. So if you guys are out in the car, We've got signs, directionals all around. It's in Carnes area, West Knoxville. It's over eight acres, um, over eight, almost 8,000 square feet. It is an absolute beautiful home. If you're looking for privacy, you know, but you're close and convenient to everything, it's a must. Owner's downsizing. He said, so we need to sell it yep. and uh, build something one level. So that's why he's selling. And a great opportunity to meet me in April. We'd love to have you come out. Uh, we also have some giveaway and some prizes that we're going to be there. So four to nine, if you're hearing this, you still got plenty of time to come on by and pay us a visit. The gates will be open, and we'd love to see you there. Okay. Yeah. More information on that, you can go to my Facebook. It's Ryan Coleman Group, and it's got information, directions, and all that good stuff for you. So give a little market update since we're going to switch gears and kind of talk about the market a little bit. Okay. Um, for June solds for 2017, there were 2,286. Okay, so that was 2017. And then for 2018, there was 2,238. And that was down 48. So that, of course, just remember, is in the MLS only. Mm. That's all the statistics for everything um, that has sold in the MLS. So and that's year to date. Is it that's year to date comparison? Yes. Okay. So is there a, is a decrease there? Or? Yep. There's a little decrease, two point one percent decrease from last year. So so down in. Sales. What's your opinion of that? What, what's your thought on that? Um, well, and then we, um, I can tell you that the um, number of new listings compared from last year. Okay. Um, it was down in. Let's see, June of. 2017 it says there was 2073 new listings and only 107 this year 107 yeah, that's what it says no no you pulled something wrong there yeah. <laughs> it says it's 107 the market's in the tank they the market <laughs> uh-huh. they're getting above market offers but i think that those stats are you know 2000 sounds about right what, what you're seeing is we had an early push in the spring market things were really really moving and we're still seeing that i think what you're seeing what we're identifying not only locally but across the area, what we're seeing in the hot, hot areas with the high schools, turnover, convenient areas, uh, we're getting very strong offers. We're getting things selling in, in pretty good rapid time. It's not uncommon as we work just this weekend to have multiple, multiple offers. But I see several news articles, mm-hmm. several agents um, having comments on that the market's so great and expect five offers. Those are not true statements. No, it's not. And and I think you're seeing that timing with the market as a whole. Um, what we're seeing in the marketplace, because we're doing this every day, guys. I mean, we're meeting with clients all across within about a, about an hour in the Knoxville area. We we try to be experts in our space of, you know, all those different markets because mm-hmm. we want to. If somebody's selling in Loudon and they want to move to Knoxville, we've got to be able to help them. And so that's that's important that you got to know your market. Each market's going to carry a different time frame. But what we're seeing is that what may be a trending in West Knoxville may not be in Loudoun. 
but we are seeing a healthy adjustment across mm-hmm. the whole. So we're seeing a big increase in spring, a lot of sales, a lot of homes going under contract. Now we're starting the first part of the summer. We're seeing adjustments on the mortgage rates going up. Now they're backing them back down with fears that they're maybe basically moving too quickly. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. I think we talked about last week that there were several rapid increases of the rates. And I don't think I think that you're seeing slows in the marketplace that are adjusting that. And that comes back in that consumer confidence and that fear in the marketplace, whether the rates are going to keep going up, maybe we're going to put those on hold. The challenge, guys, if you're in a marketplace now where there's inventory lower and then people that are normally going to put the home on the market, then that becomes a real issue. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to educate our buyers, we've got to work with our clients to put them in a position to win and put them in the best position, you know, to find that property, and that's leveraging technology. And we always say it always it comes down to having the right agent, having that. And we always feel like we're a great opportunity for you, that expert in your course, that that agent that's been there in those transactions, whether it's a good market or down market, and we can guide you through that process. Yes. So speaking of the interest rate, it actually went from four point eight four to four point seven nine. So they dropped it just a little bit, and this was recently. Um, they're seeing a decrease in refinance, of course, because some of the people that, you know, took advantage of the really low interest rates are not refinancing, but apparently they have more, um, equity in their home. And so they can pull out of that equity instead of even doing a, um, um, home equity, like a lot of credit or whatever, like they did before. And so they see a decrease in that, but with the decrease in the um, applications, there's an increase in the FHA applications. So probably it looks like a lot of first-time home buyers are jumping in and want to buy, which I did um, find an article that said that was talking about renters and about how um, they are wanting to start dipping in in the next year to buy their first home, I think like 41%, but only like 11% of people say that they're actually going to sell within a year. Sure. So that's a lot more people that are wanting to get out of rentals and start buying versus people that actually want to sell their home. Where do you think the market may be with being that the inventory, I think one of the challenges we see out in California and some of these other markets is that the cost of home prices keep rising, but the incomes we talked about have not. Mm -hmm. Where do you see that here in the local market? Um, that's true adjusting for that first time buyer and how i mean are we even going to be able to afford housing affordability we talked about that on uh, mm-hmm. our other show mm-hmm. that you know is is housing even affordable anymore and how is that affecting maybe lower or moderate income right that's true i you those are just points that you have to look at i mean um it's true i mean if you're not making enough money or you're not getting a raise or the economy is not you know there yet and but the competition is so stiff and all these, you know, houses are on the rise because everybody wants to buy them um, yet who can afford them. And so a very limited amount. I mean, I don't know. It's all kind of. We were listening as we were coming back and I think we had somebody chatting on the air and they were talking about, well, you know, affecting maybe lower or moderate income housing. And as obviously we know we're realtors, so we're going to advocate for selling a house, but not. Yeah, we're always going to shoot straight with you. I think that that's makes us kind of, I don't know if it's different, but I mean, we always just shoot honest with people. Mm-hmm. We don't kind of give it any fluff. We like to just be direct, I think, in any kind of relationship. 
I think it's important to shoot straight with people. I know when I have a big decision, when my wife has a big decision, we just need to know the facts. We need to shoot straight with us and then help us guide us through the process. But believe it or not, guys, that purchasing a home or, you know, investing in a home is not right for everybody. No. You know, it, it, it's not for everybody. Along with the home comes a lot of maintenance, right? a lot of repairs, things that people really don't understand. That being said, um, even though at some point you may not be in that position to purchase, and I think that's why you're seeing the rental market, the multifamily market, always strong. Mm-hmm. I think when you see a correction in the marketplace itself, that's why you see multifamily residential rents increase because that market's unaffected because people are always going to it's easier to rent and invest especially if you're being relocated for 12 months here and not sure if you're going to have employment but we go back to kind of selling the american dream which I, we truly believe you know and we'll tie in this into the article is you know it's not your investment you know a lot of our clients understand this but real estate is not your piggy bank you know we've been blessed to be over the years to really have great gains. The market's been strong. Um, we go back to recession days, you couldn't give a house away. Mm. And and so keep in mind that with interest rates and appreciation, you know, you're watching your tax assessments change and things like that. And every year they change their adjustment and you say, well, hey, my home price is going up. Where's my numbers? But keep in mind, you know, it, it our investments are just for us. And a lot of times we're going to raise our family. So keep in mind, we're raising our family. It's where we make memories, guys. So it's not about the piggy bank. It's all that time and effort that we spend there and the memories that you can never change. And so that's why, hands down, I think real estate is one of the best investments. You're creating memories and you can't take it with you. So it's true. We guys, we appreciate you joining us every week, Saturday at five o'clock. Don't forget to stop by and see me in April in Carnes. I hope you have a great week. Catch you next Saturday, 5 o'clock on News Talk. If you need us, the number 693-SOUL or RyanColeman.org. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next week here. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan on Facebook and Twitter or his website at ryancoleman.org. Call Ryan anytime at 693-7653. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 5, only on News Talk 987 WOKI.